And we back. We back, baby. Another first for talking back to the teacher podcast. I have Casey with me once again because I needed to follow up. I needed to know how the Miss Florida Petite, Mrs. Florida Petite pageant went. And y'all, I'm going to let her explain it. She showed up and showed out. And now we hit the national stage for this episode. Once again, Miss Casey Gonzalez, it is your time to talk back to the teacher. Let's get it popping. Um, you said tell you something good. Nowadays, with the platform that you're trying to reach, though, social media is like it's, necessary. Because you're like, I want people to listen to my podcast. They will. It's like if they're seeing your content, they're like, oh, he's funny. I want to listen to him. She, she posted something a long time ago, I think about like postpartum or maybe mm-hmm. just after her DSG surgery or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And one piece, something was viewed like 550,000 times. It wasn't even a good piece of content. Significantly better pieces of content and no one saw it. Like it gets viewed like 100 times, but all of a sudden this one does. And I was like, I don't know, it might have been the day for that hashtag. She was like, you don't understand. It wasn't good. And I was like, well, someone thought it was and you picked up this many followers. But I got kids who are like, oh my gosh, that part would be really funny. Did you record that? I was like, yeah, there's video of it too. Why don't you make video? I was like, I don't have time. The point is to build a community for teachers who were like, I'm struggling with this in education. It works out very, very well for that same reason. Why don't we all just sit down and talk together? I don't know, dude. Like, tell me about the pageant. I was Mrs. Seminole Petit, and then I won Mrs. Florida Petit. With any pageant, you have a local title, which is usually like a city or county. And, and then you go to the, the state. Representing for the state. Yeah, I was representing. I was representing my city to go to the state pageant. And then I won the state pageant. Now I'll be going to USA in Milwaukee in August. In Milwaukee? Yeah, Wisconsin. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, it's wild. When I think pageant, then I know this is terrible. Um, I think Miss Congeniality. Reality, yes. I think everyone uh, does. Explain your perfect day, like April 25th. <laughs> it's not too hot and it's not too cold. All you need is a light jacket. All you need is a light jacket. I mean, and I posted that on April so, 25th. Fun fact, I also got Miss Congeniality. The girls voted me Miss Congeniality at the pageant. Are you serious? I swear, I was so excited. I think I was more excited about that than the crown because <laughs> I was like, Sally Fields, like, you like me. You really like me. So you are Miss Congeniality. I am freaking Miss Congeniality. I got the trophy to prove it. And you are Mrs. Florida Petite? Mrs. Florida Petite. I'll be representing the Sunshine State at USA Petite. Go down in August? August 9th through the 12th. So since you've won, is there additional responsibility you've had to take on? Oh, yeah. There's other, there's more appearances and a bigger platform. So like more opportunities to educate voters, which I've already canvassed a couple of times since I got my title. Mm-hmm. And I like walk around downtown with my Mrs. Florida petite sash and I don't wear my crown because it's just big. And I don't know. I feel like silly walking around in a crown, <laughs> which I shouldn't because I'm literally a freaking beauty queen now. But right. I just wanted to. But I feel like wearing a crown's a bit much to wear sneakers and walk around downtown registering voters. I might wear it. I might wear it the next time we go out because Noel said that it'll help with uh, people paying attention, which people paid attention to the sash, though, because it's sparkly. But I've judged I've judged a drag pageant, which was really cool. And they at the pad at the drag pageant they had like any title holders who were there. They did like a title holders parade, so everyone who was a current reigning pageant queen got to go on stage and like announce their title and stuff like that. So that was really fun. 
it was a very eye-opening experience because I've always loved drag and drag shows. The queer community in general, like it was literally every single type of person, social identity was represented that day. And it was really cool to see queens. Oh, the queens and the fashion was just incredible. I had a great time. But it was, oh man, drag queens, they are fierce. It's quite, I was very intimidated. They were all so beautiful and so tall. And I'm just this feeble little person. (laughs) You got the petite title. Yeah. (laughs) And all of them, they were like, oh, you are petite, honey. I was like, (laughs) they were great. It was a really fun time. Johnny Negron did a really, really good job. And my coach, Trevor, it was one of his friends who was running the pageant and they needed a judge. And he was like, oh. One of my pageant girls. So I got in and it was great. It was so much fun. So what kind of categories are there in a drag pageant? The first category. No, it was a drag pageant. A drag pageant. It was a pageant. Oh, yes. It was a pageant. We had interview earlier in the day. And so we had to get out there because it was at Southern Knights Club in um, Tampa. It was the Royal, the National Royal Pride of Nations pageant. And it was at a club in Ybor. And Trevor and I got there at like noon and we did interview for a couple of hours, started at like one something. And then we inter- it took like three hours to do interview. It started at like seven and we were there till almost midnight. The opening, which they dressed as their um, whatever flag they identified as. So there was like the trans flag and the gay flag. And there's like the, there was like an old school lesbian flag that one of the drag kings was representing it was cool like some of it i some of the flags i didn't even know existed so i learned a lot as well they were all so creative vibrant and there was a couple wardrobe malfunctions because of how creative and vibrant they were yeah they did talent and talent was like lip syncing for all of them but like the drag kings was really cool to watch because they it's not something as common it was women dressed up as men and they were like one lady did gabriel iglesias and she was like on point, like in her interview, she, like her hair was down. She had makeup. She wore like a girly top. And then she comes out and she has this like drawn on beard. And I'm like, oh, my God, she looks great. <laughs> well, he looks great. Like it was it was so much fun to watch. It was really great. Before August hits and before you head to Milwaukee. Um, yeah. <clears throat> what other event? What do you I have on the agenda? May 4th. I have um, an event that my pageant director is speaking at. It's like a women's empowerment group. So I'll be speaking there as one of the representatives of the organization. I'm going to be interviewed by a fellow sister queen. Mrs. Hawaii Petite has a monthly um, Instagram live that she does. And she just interviews like other sister queens in the petite system. And she asked if I could be her May guest. And I'm so excited about that. There was a parade on Saturday. A bunch of the girls were at Miss Kissimmee Petite suffers from arthritis and it's something that she advocates for so like six of the girls went out there to support her so it was something I missed out on it's just like every other week I'm getting like some kind of text or something hey can you come here hey can you come here the sister queens of course have stuff going on so you just try to keep up this is my ignorance speaking when you go to compete in Milwaukee how many states are represented lower 48 there's some states that are represented and then there's there's 37 in total that are in my division. There's a Gulf Coast, Southwest, Northwest, Southeast, Northeast, West Coast, East Coast, a couple more that aren't states, but they're more like territories. 
that's why there's only 37 in my division in the misses division but that's still huge like there's so many and they're all gorgeous a lot of them are like veteran queens we have a group chat on facebook messenger of all the misses contestants and i don't keep up with it as much as i want to but there's too much going on in it like everybody's having different conversations and i can't keep up so i kind of just like scroll through and then if i find something that can catch my eye i'll respond to that so that like people know i'm like there but people watching in the in the group chat getting some good tidbits on like the pageant world like oh i'm using this hairdresser oh i ordered my dress from here or guys we're gonna have we're gonna do this this and this on the first night everyone wear this color like stuff like that so is it a fashion faux pas to repeat the dress the same like designer or the same? oh yeah no there's a lot of pageant places that keep track of like who they sell dresses to so they don't double sell the same dress okay but I'm not really worried about that anyway, because if someone did have my dress, the same dress can will look totally different on two different people. So yeah, 100%. Like in high school, like, oh my gosh, prom, what if someone has the same dress? Someone did have the same dress as me and I literally didn't care. So, I recently I was digging through some old pictures and I came across prom pictures and I have a picture of two girls wearing the same dress. Y'all take a picture together and they smile together and hugged and it was great. Can we talk about the dress you wore to that pageant? Sure. Because I saw a picture of you and your husband. I think you had on your crown and the sash and flowers. I I mean, it was long and it looked like peacock feathers on it. Yes, it's an African print. Yes, it is. Uh-huh. I, I was going to let you talk about it because I, I see some of those uh, in the closet right across the bedroom. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh, my God, you're so right. I just felt this overwhelming need to honor my ancestors and I was like what a great way to do that at a state pageant or it'll get exposure and show everyone how proud I am of my heritage yes for sure and I got so many compliments on it but I got my judges notes back and one of them didn't like my dress and I may or may not have cried because they didn't like it yes because everybody else like all the comments like last month Mrs. Hawaii Petite's interview last month she interviewed the current Ms. USA Petite Deborah Missy Scott. Oh my gosh, she's so beautiful. They t like, I commented like, hi, beautiful ladies, because I was watching the live. And Allie, Mrs. Hawaii Petite was like, oh my gosh, Casey and I talk all the time. Like we've hit off a really good friendship already, which is great. And Deborah Missy Scott goes, can we just talk about her dress? And I like died. I was like, oh my God, she knows who I am. <laughs> and they liked my dress. Like everybody liked my dress, except that, except that one judge. Like I'm not a fan of her dress. And I was like, ugh. I mean, not everyone is going to like this, everything that you do. That's fine. But I was very, I'm very proud of that dress. Did they say why they didn't like it? Blanket it was just, it, it was just, it was just like a few comments. It didn't say what, it was like one sheet and it like, just like my average scores for everything, not each individual judge's score. And then just a couple comments, and it said comments from the judges. So it didn't say what judge or what two comments, if they were but from the same judge, it just said some that they had written. I know one wrote that they didn't like my dress. So as a pageant winner, are you allowed to tell a judge, um, you know, quietly or as loud as you want to be, they can kiss you behind if they don't um, like your dress or is that frowned upon? I'm pretty sure dress. that would be frowned upon. Okay. I just like, I don't want to say I like criticism because nobody does, but I like learning because yeah. I just want to be better. And that was my first pageant. So I think I did all right. I mean, you won. So let's go. <laughs> so, right, right. So I'm not going to stress about it too much. I'm not going to do um, a print gown at USA. I'm doing just a solid color, but it's going to be gorgeous. And I can't wait to reveal it. I also saw a lot of the uh, the blue shirt at your pageant. 
Oh my gosh. They're out there strong. Hey. Yo, I had the biggest crowd. Like they were so loud. Yeah. They, everybody was like, dude, your people are like amazing. I'm like, I know. Show up and show out. I absolutely love it. Yeah, it was great. Like they all looked phenomenal. I was totally taken aback. I actually was just talking to um, Bianca today. Bianca Gomez. Oh, I, oh, I know who she is. I saw the pictures. She literally just called me about it. All right, I just sent you a picture. She is helping me design the t-shirts for USA. Yeah. And they're going to be really cute. Because <laughs> they're going to say Casey in the Sunshine State. Yeah. Oh, Isn't yes. Isn't that great? But she came up with the idea of taking the Casey in the Sunshine Band logo and making it say Casey in the Sunshine State, but like changing it enough so we don't have to worry about the trademark laws. It was the inspiration for sure, but the play on words is Casey and the Sunshine Band, so why not Casey and Sunshine State? She's another one of my former students. So um, we Ava calls her her fairy godmother, and we chose Bianca as her Catholic godmother because she's just cool. Like, you know, she's just the coolest auntie living her best life, but she's helping me design the t-shirt, and I'm trying to convince her to come to Milwaukee with me. <laughs> I was questioned, was like, who makes the trip to Milwaukee? So it's definitely my mom and Noelle are going to fly up on the 11th because crowning is the 12th. And then I've got like four or five of my friends and there's a ton of the Florida Petite Sister Queens are going to be making the trip up there. I think we'll probably be about 10 deep of uh, local title holders who unfortunately they did not win, but they're still going to go to USA to support the five of us representing Florida. I saw a picture and there were five of you. So yes. There were five regions. No, five divisions. Have. There's teen, which is 13, 18. Mm -hmm. And then there's miss, which is, I think it's 25 and under, never married, never have children. Then there's Ms., which is MS. You can have been married and you can have children to be in the Ms. division. And then there's Mrs., which is, you know, married ladies. And then elite Miss, which is women over 45. The five of us that won our division, we have a group chat. We're always chit-chatting and catching up and making plans. And we have a photo shoot at the end of next month as the Florida title holders together. I cannot wait. I can't wait to see all of them. And our director, Rachel Almanza, she's like literally an angel on earth. This woman, this is, she's literally one of the most kind human beings you'll ever meet. And she's stunningly gorgeous. Like when I met her in person, I was literally like, it's like she takes your breath away because she's literally that beautiful. And then you talk to her and she's just as gorgeous on the inside. Like she is genuinely a phenomenal, loving, wonderful, God-fearing woman that I just can't wait to learn from and hang out with. I just want to learn. I want her to just tell me what to do. Like I am her clay. She can mold me however she wants. Everyone supports each other so much, whether it's like events or sharing content or whatever. Like it's just great. I have developed lifelong friendships with all of these women. Like we all still talk all the time because it's continued, it's consistent, and it's genuine. Good luck. All right. Bye, Ham. And guys, that's a wrap. That's Casey. Part two. She is your Mrs. Florida Petite, headed for the crown in Milwaukee. I think that's just absolutely awesome. So, girl, good luck. Do your thing. This has been another episode of Talking Back to the Teacher Podcast. Casey Gonzalez talking back to Mr. Ham. <laughs> Always a good time. Thank you for even more insight into the pageant life. You're a beauty queen on the inside and outside. You know that. We all know that. And we love you. Good luck in August. Be sure to like and follow this podcast, Talking Back to the Teacher Podcast. If you have any questions, email me. Talking back to the teacher podcast at gmail.com. 
Follow us on social media, like and subscribe, download every episode, don't miss one. I've got some good ones coming up, you're going to absolutely love it. Y'all take care, be blessed.